Hello everyone, welcome to Hometown Horrors. I'm your host and creator, Leanne. Today's episode will be the last regular episode of this season. I will be back in January with new episodes, a new season, new episodes, covering all different things, missing persons, serial killers, anything like that. If you have any suggestions, anything you would like for me to cover, you can email that to me at hometownhorrorstn at gmail. That email address will be in the show notes. You can contact me on social media. Um, Instagram is Hometown Horrors and Twitter is Hometown Horrors TN. Any suggestions, you just want to say hi, you have any ideas, any questions, anything like that, just uh, contact me and I will get back in touch with you. And like I said, this will be the last episode of the first season and I will be back with a new season in January. If you would like to support the podcast and blog, you can do that through Patreon. The link will be in the show notes. You can also um, do it through a listener support button that is available. You also can um, do a one-time, one-time donation to Venmo if you'd like to do that. I have merch available, stickers, keychains, water bottles. Um, at the beginning of the year, I'll be adding new merch to the mix so there'll be some new stuff available you can check out my social media and see what i have added and i think that is all the little housekeeping things that i need to do today we are going to talk about um justice for michaela jones let's get started michaela jones was a happy energetic 18 year old with a bright future ahead of her on may 4th 2021 she ran into an acquaintance and everything changed. On May 4th, Michaela ran into Briley Brackett. Michaela and Briley had mutual friends, but were not known to usually hang out, just the two of them, Um, but that day they decided to. Later that night, the girls were involved in a one-car accident. Michaela's family was later told by Washington County Sheriff's Office, this is in Missouri, Um, side note, if you have listened to previous podcasts that I've done or read previous blog posts, this is not the first time that you are hearing about Washington County in Missouri. Um, the Washington County Sheriff's Office told the family that the local police, which was, um, DeSalge police, that an officer with them said the girls were impaired. Both girls and the car were searched and nothing was found. So there was no evidence that they they were impaired or anything like that. The officer told them if they could find a ride home, then they could leave. Michaela tried calling two people, but they were not available to pick her up. According to Sheriff Jacobson with Washington County, Briley called her boyfriend, Ethan Sivvy. Sivvy and his friend, Andrew Pierce, picked up the girls and took them to their house in Belgrade. Videos recovered from Michaela's phone show the four of them hanging out most of the day and the night of May 4th into May 5th. I'm going through a timeline here, so you'll you'll hear me mention the dates a lot. May 5th, private videos were taken and they did show some drug use with all parties involved. Michaela's family was made aware 
of Brawley posting some of the private videos to her OnlyFans account and she didn't end up making money from those videos. According to Brawley, she fell asleep around 8 p.m. on May the 4th and slept until 1 a.m. on the 5th. She said that she woke up in a panic, wanting her mom, but called her aunt instead in Fredericktown to come pick her up. Brawley stated she left around 3 a.m., and she said she asked Michaela to leave with her, but she claims that Michaela wanted to stay. The aunt claims she went inside the house, spoke to Michaela. Michaela told her she was having a good time and didn't want to leave. Brawley's aunt, I guess, took her word for that, and she left a barely 18-year-old young woman with a 33-year-old male and a 24-year-old male that Michaela barely knew. Brawley has a different version of what her aunt said. Brawley stated that her aunt stayed in the car the entire time and never went inside the house. During the early hours of May 5th, Michaela recorded several videos. Most of those videos have not been released to the public. The one video that authorities have released is one where it shows Michaela taking a blue capsule. This video appears to be recorded by Michaela. Michaela's mother, Stacy, has not seen, had not seen Michaela since the night of May 3rd. She noticed Michaela had snuck out during the early morning of May 4th. She texted Michaela, but did not get any response. Stacy had her other daughter look up Michaela's location through Snapchat, and it showed her in Belgrade. Finally, around 9 p.m., Michaela sent her mom a text and told her that she was okay. This was their last communication. On May 5th, Stacy had tried calling Michaela all day, but was not getting a response. She started going through Michaela's social media. She came across a TikTok video posted to Michaela's account. It was Michaela with a man's tattooed hand around her neck. The family doesn't believe that Michaela posted this. They're not sure who posted it to her account. Stacy posted, Stacy, Michaela's mom, posted the video to Facebook asking for help. She found out that the tattooed hand belonged to Andrew Pierce. She then found out that Michaela had been with Riley Brackett. So Stacy sent Riley a message. Riley told Stacy the story about leaving with her aunt. She also told Stacy that Michaela had been talking about going to Texas to be a stripper, and that's probably where she went. She also said that Andrew and Ethan had gone to work that morning, and when they returned home, Michaela was gone. They told her Michaela had told them that she had a ride, but did not say who was picking her up. Brawley's father reached out to Stacy and gave her the men's information and warned Stacy not to go to that house alone. On May the 7th, Stacy and her father-in-law went to the house in Belgrade, knocked on the door. Both Andrew and Ethan answered the door, quickly shutting it behind them. 
They both told Stacy that Michaela had been picked up, but they did not know who picked her up. Andrew said Michaela had been on the phone all night with her ex and went on to describe Michaela's ex. Stacy and her father-in-law left and went to file a missing persons report. On May the 20th, 2021, after 13 days, Michaela Jones was found dead 25 to 30 feet off of Highway M. Now we're going to talk about the suspects. Andrew Pierce claimed he woke up the morning of May 5th, 2021 and found Michaela dead. He said she died of an apparent overdose. At the time, he and Ethan lived together. When Ethan came into the room, Andrew said he wanted to call 911. However, Ethan told Andrew, quote, we better take this to our grave, end quote. Ethan was Brawley's boyfriend, and he lived with Andrew, so that's how that all plays in together. Andrew said he then wrapped Michaela in a blanket, picked her up, took her downstairs, out the front door, while Ethan held the door open. Andrew said he put Michaela and her belongings in the trunk of his car. In a statement, Ethan said he saw Michaela and her belongings in the trunk. They both admitted they got in the car and started driving around looking for a spot to dump Michaela's body, but they couldn't find an adequate spot. Ethan claimed he was done driving around and asked Andrew to take him home. Andrew has a different version. Andrew said they found a spot on Highway M and they both carried her out, got her out of the trunk and carried her. Andrew claims one of them was holding her feet and the other was holding her hands. They climbed down the ditch and went about 20 feet into the wooded area and dumped her body. According to Andrew, Ethan took Michaela's phone, he torched it, smashed it, and Andrew put it in a black sock and threw it in Big River. The family is unsure of the location of her other belongings. They may have been burned, but there is no confirmation of that. They were able to recover Michaela's phone and actually get it to turn back on and, and get some evidence off of that. Two autopsies have been done on Michaela. The first one was done by Dr. Russell Dieter. Um, again, if you've listened to previous podcast episodes of mine, that name is familiar. Um, you know, he's problematic. He likes to jump the gun and rule things incorrectly. Um, Andrew and Ethan said that Michaela died of an overdose. They apparently took their word for that. Um, that's the only source of information about an overdose is from the two suspects. Cause of death is unknown due, the, due to the condition of Michaela's remains. This means neither autopsy can prove death by overdose. The family hired Dr. Jane Turner to conduct a second autopsy. Dr. Turner stated cause of death was also unknown. Dr. Turner said the concentration of drugs found in Michaela's skeletal muscle 
could not be used to measure toxicity and could only indicate that drugs were present in her body. They have no idea what it was, how much, anything like that. She also found that Michaela had a fractured skull and multiple contusions on her lower extremities. These injuries were never mentioned in the first autopsy. Andrew Pierce and Ethan Sivy have been charged with abandonment of a corpse, three counts of tampering with evidence, and Ethan is facing an additional drug charge. Andrew is facing the possibility of a 16-year sentence and Ethan the possibility of a 23-year sentence. Their court date is pending. So there's been some mishandling of Michaela's case. Like I mentioned, the first autopsy didn't mention her fractured skull or injuries to her lower extremities. Um, Washington County ruled it an overdose based on what the suspects told them. They couldn't, they have no grounds for ruling in an overdose. There's no evidence of that. But they um, came out and said that on their social media posts and stuff when it was just information given to them by the suspects. Nothing concrete, nothing proven, just what the suspects say. The lead investigator, Detective Stephen Ryan, is known friends with Ethan Sivvy's mother. Um, that detective had Michaela's phone in his desk drawer and somehow managed to share a private Snapchat from Michaela's memories to over 500 people. He claims it was an accident. Um, he had had a disagreement with Michaela's mother a few hours earlier about the direction of Michaela's case, um, no progress being made on her case. And he told Stacy that he had not touched Michaela's phone in 12 days. Yet a few hours later, this memory from Snapchat was shared to over 500 people. He has currently been taken off the case. So the sources I used um, was post from Michaela's mom in the Justice for Michaela Facebook group, the Justice for Missing and Unsolved in Missouri Facebook group. Um, I've gotten a lot of my stories lately from there. A lot of the cases, they need extra attention. You can go to these groups, find out how you can help get justice for Michaela. Please help her family. Um, these men, if you want to call them that, need to be charged with murder um, instead of the, the weak charges that they're facing right now. They need additional charges. They need to be charged for, for killing that young lady and they, they need to come forward and say what exactly happened to her. So please visit those Facebook groups and um, there's several ways you can help Michaela's family get justice. They have um, GoFundMes. They have t-shirts and things like that you can buy to help them um, pay for private detectives and you know autopsies and things like that so so please share Michaela's story and please help her family find justice thank you all for listening talk to you soon